Hi, welcome to Tower Pod from St Mary's Marston Mortain in Lindington. A weekly gospel message with a thoughtful sermon. Enjoy. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and talk them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. May the words of my mouth and the thoughts of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. You know the song, I want to be in that number when the saints go marching in. So what chance do I stand? Please don't answer. What chance do any of us stand? When I thought about this, God has kind of shown the same thing to me three times over this last week. And so that's what I'm going to say to you today. In my book of Everyday Saints, I was rather surprised to find a Saint Bob Geldof, KMG, but not as surprised as he was, apparently. In his autobiography, Is That It? Bob Geldof himself writes, God came down from heaven to find someone to alert the world to the Holocaust which was sweeping Africa. He knocked at the wrong door, the door of some scruffy Irishman by mistake. It was answered by Bob Geldof. Oops, who's he, thought God. Oh, never mind, thought God, he'll do. And of course, if you remember the the aid that poured into Africa through Band-Aid and Live-Aid, organized by Sir Bob Geldof, are a matter of history. And I realize that whether we're speaking of Bob Geldof or Mary, the mother of Jesus, the basic principle is the same. God knocked, knock, knock. God asked, and they heard, and they said, yes. And in a nutshell, that's it. That's the secret. And here's the second way God said it. The Beatitudes that we have read in the Gospel today. Jesus on a mountain, like Moses on a mountain. His commandments, his Beatitudes, like the Ten Commandments. They tell us much the same thing. We need to have room in our hearts for the God who knocks 
to enter in. <clears throat> and sometimes that space is made by knowing our own need, by trusting, as with the poor in spirit, the way of trust. Those who mourn, those who do not avoid their pain, but wait on God for his comfort. They face their pain by lamenting and waiting for God's comfort. Those who hunger and thirst for justice, the way of justice. Jesus is announcing the coming of the kingdom to those who have room in their hearts to hear it. Our God is the God who comes and brings his kingdom with him. He knocks at the doors of our hearts and he looks, as it were, for a stable, if you like, to be born in, a new place to become incarnate. <clears throat> and sometimes that space is made in the hearts of those who have room in their hearts because they reach out to others, as with the gentle, the merciful, the compassionate, the way of compassion. The pure in heart, those who practice the way of right motive, you could call it. And the peacemakers, they have room because they have hospitable hearts. They have room because they have hearts that are predisposed to make room, be it a sofa or a stable. They will make room. And the third way that God said the same thing was in uh, this story that I came across this week. I'm just going to have a drink of the water because um, <clears throat> my voice is a bit croaky. <clears throat> so one bright, sunny day, much like today, two pieces of paper were sunbathing, would you believe it, in the warmth of the midday sun. One piece of paper was called Snow White. She was pure white and very proud of her pristine purity. Look at me, she said to her companion. Did you ever see such a beautiful, beautifully white piece of paper? Her companion was called Pure as the Dawn. She too was amazingly white and wonderfully free from the slightest stain. And the two pieces of paper outshun each other in the midday sunlight. When in the distance, a figure appeared upon the horizon, he caught their attention. As they watched, he approached even closer. Who can that be? asked Snow White. What's he carrying in his arms? wondered Pure as the Dawn. The figure came closer and closer until he was only a few yards away from the two paper friends. In his arms, he carried a palette and paintbrushes. In his eyes, there was a curious dream-like light, a love light, but gentle. And in his heart, he carried a dream. What do you think he wants? asked Snow White. You don't think he's going to paint on us, do you? Pure as the dawn flinched as the words sank in. I think that is exactly what he wants to do, she murmured. There's no way that I will allow him to paint on me, wailed Snow White. No painter is going to spoil my purity. 
But what if he's a master painter, pure as the dawn reflected? He might create a masterpiece on our pure white emptiness. He might make us into masterpieces. But then again, said Snow White, he might make a complete mess of us. No, I'm not taking any risks like that. I'm going to stay pure until the day I die. And so it came to be that the artist approached both pieces of paper and asked their permission to paint his dream upon their pure sheets. Snow White said, no way. And she remained pure and empty until the day that the wind and the weather finally turned her back into wood pulp. Pure as the dawn said, do as you will with me, I will trust you. I will entrust myself to the work of your hands. And the artist turned her into a masterpiece, a unique and beautiful representation of the dream that he was carrying in his heart, so that in all the years to come, many, many people would look at the artist's picture and in its depths and beauty, they would rediscover their own lost dreams. And so these are three ways of saying blessed, holy even, are those who make time and space for the God who comes, who say yes when he asks. And as Paul says in Ephesians, for his power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Amen. Thanks for listening to TowerPod. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like it, please subscribe and share with a friend. Have a good week and see you next time. God bless. Music